0: You can your fancy you can by the wagon. but the only food for the brave and come from that Green Dragon. Welcome to Green Dragon Shorts with Jeremy. Today we're going to look at the scenarios in the match play guide, the single player scenarios, and I'm going to give my opinion on whether I think they're a good scenario given, given, that you get to complete the game to its natural conclusion now this doesn't really mean it's in a normal tournament situation i'm going to do another episode on that and discuss what i think about that because my opinions change quite a bit there but this is the scenario where you've got a few hours set aside with a friend and you're gonna play the game till it ends you're gonna you've agreed to it that's your social contract you're going to play the game to the end. You're only going to stop and give up if someone has a family emergency or if the game is, is just ridiculous, which I'll talk about in another episode as well, what I feel about that one. But let's assume you're going to finish the game. No, someone's not going to quit halfway. There's not going to be a timer that goes off. There's not going to be someone who walks around and says, put your dice down, finish the game right that second. We're going to look at completing the games. So the first scenario, scenario number one is domination. And longtime listeners of The Green Dragon will know that this is a scenario that I like. I like it because it encourages movement. You have those five objectives. They're all worth a significant amount of victory points, the two each, or one for just having more more friendly models there. And you get a little bonus for wound the enemy leader and the broken, but it's really not enough to win the game. So you can't just play that super defensive, I'm just going to go for those two sub-objectives and hold off and everything else. You need to get stuck in. You start close if you wish, or you start far away if you wish, and you have some control about whether the objectives go. So if you want to be... If you've got a fast-moving army, you can put the objectives far away. If you've got a close army, you can put them all nice and close. Really like this one. The only concern I have about it at all is just a 25% ending point. Because you know exactly when it ends, and you, if you both play the counting game, you can get that weird situation where someone either kills their own models. Oh no, my model has fallen in the creek. Or they, uh, they shield all the time just to hold it off as much as they can. So that's the only concern I have about it. But overall, I like this scenario. Always happy to play. Approved. Next one, to the death, number two. So this one, you start far away. So you've got 12-inch deployment. You've got a big gap between you. I don't know about that one so far. The objectives are you get one point for causing wounds on the enemy leader and three points for killing. You get three points for breaking and five points for breaking without being broken. So that three points is kind of weird, isn't it? I guess that's just for, like, the total victory points, uh, if you're keeping track of those as part of a win condition. One point if you have at least one banner remaining... If you have at least one banner remaining, your opponent has none remaining two victory points. Ugh. And you score two victory points if uh, the enemy force is reduced to 25% of its starting models at the end of the game. I don't mind that one. The big problem I have about this one is this is the ultimate encourage you to tank up and not engage with the opponent game. And I don't, I don't like that. Now, when they don't have a time limit, that's not as bad as, as normal. But I don't like that someone starts already with more victory points. I don't like that if you've, just because of army design, you might come across someone who has a banner and you don't. And then that means that, that you're, you're already at a, at a disadvantage and you have to basically do all the aggression. I don't like scenarios where you start with the victory points just because of your army choices. So this one, it's not really my favorite. I think there should be something to encourage movement. It doesn't encourage movement. It's not something I would go to. If I had a choice, I definitely wouldn't do this. Not approved. Number three, hold ground. So this one, you've got a central objective and you use the, the Maelstrom rules to come on. Maelstrom rules, I'm not the biggest fan of it. I wish they'd make a change where you alternated units coming on, but I don't mind the Maelstrom rules and I've actually grown to like them a little bit more than I initially did because the objectives are usually quite dynamic. So this one's a run to the middle. And so what you can get is models sprinting to the middle, hoping to be there at the end of the game, Whereas um, other people are having these little skirmishes around the board and trying to engage each other. I don't mind that. Every, the fact that everyone's going to the middle means that, that there's very few uh, models that just get stuck in the middle of nowhere. That if they're getting stuck, they're probably holding up some opponents as well. So that's not a bad thing. And the game might end when the forces, one force has been broken. You roll one, to a two. I actually quite like this way of ending a game, especially in a in a like a, a non-time limit game, because you get a real mystery about how much, like, are you going to go really early? Are you going to jump every model you can onto the objective, hope to die quickly, be broken, and then win the game just because you're on the objective? But what if the game goes a long time? You might not. So it adds that extra layer of strategy. So this one I approve of. Slight change to the mouse rules would be amazing, but no, definitely approved. Love it. Well, as much as I can for a whole ground. Uh, number four, Lords of Battle. You start nice and close if you wish or far away. For this one, keep track of your wound tally. If the wound tally is equal to the... Oh, no. So this is just a standard kill points and you do get extra points of might if you, your hero kills another hero. Uh, I don't like these ones. I don't like counting wound tallies. It's so swingy based on the army choices and it, it's it all, you can almost say, like if I've got a bit of shooting and I'm going against like a Goblin Town army, I've won the game. I already know that. Like, what's the point? playing I can stand in the back corner I don't need to go forward so yes you can stand up close and that's nice and it does save some time but you just have to get some kills and oh, it's really not my favorite one it's got the random endness, which is which does help a little bit but not approved don't like this one I think it's lazy riding. I think I think that should be a minor thing but even then keeping track of wounds is a bit of a pain uh reconnoiter this one is I, I quite like this one although I don't know why they made it so it's so hard to get models on because you have to, this is one of those few scenarios where you have to run from one side of the board all the way to the other, and yet you roll to get on the board, which seems confusing to me. But in a long-term game, it doesn't really matter. Like, you've got the time to do this. I love that you have to simultaneously attack and defend. Yes, you can win the game just by breaking the opponent, killing the leader. But if you're playing it to the natural end, which is 25%, that's not as likely. If you're playing to a timer, which we'll talk about in another episode, uh, that's concerning, but I like this one. Approved don't don't like the the each warband has to come on slowly 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 i don't see a value of that i would rather it be like just roll to see where they start on the board so this one starts within six inches of the board edge this one starts between 12 and 24 something like that to break them up i'm fine with but just rolling to get them on can be a bit of a pain and it does mean that if i've got some bats i might actually be able to get the bats across the board in four turns and my opponent might not even be on to defend them yeah so yeah i like this one but slight change as well Clash by Moonlight. The old ill meant by Moonlight. This one has some interesting things. The Dark of Night rule always seems weird to me, but you can only shoot 12 inches. Got no problem with that. But because it's harder to... I don't, I don't even know. Basically, you get bonuses to wound, but it's it's less aim. So it really, really, really helps out anyone with throwing weapons or short-range firepower. Things like Wozes love this sort of stuff. 12-inch shots with one plus to wound. Uh, that, that really does help. It goes to a quarter. Yeah, that, that doesn't... I'm not worried about that one for this one. It's kind of weird you start so far away when you, you've already got a rule about not being targeted from far away. So I, I feel that that's a bit confusing as to why you need to do that. I think it's just because it's the old deal met by Moonlight. And this one, it's about killing heroes, isn't it? So you've got to get one point or two points of killing the leader. You get a victory point if you have at least a hero alive at the end of the game. And if you have at least a hero alive and killed more hero models than your opponent, you get three victory points. And if you have at least one hero remaining and your opponent has none and you're getting five victory points. So it's all about killing heroes. I actually like that as an, object, like an objective. Uh, so it does encourage you to go forward and, and attack the heroes and, and get into it. So look, I don't mind this one. I think it's a bit strange, but I'm, I'm going to approve of it. I think it, I think it's it's got enough tactical flexibility that, that it's okay, and you get to maneuver around. So yep, approve. Number six, Clash of Moon Knight. Okay, third way through. It's going to be a long episode, maybe. Number seven, Seize the Prize. This one is potentially quite bad if you just run in dig it up and go but if you play to the end of the game i think it's one that's actually okay so this is one that just a spoiler i'm probably not going to like it in a tournament setting but i I actually don't mind in this one because you've got to bring the objective forward the old one you had to bring it back so bringing the artifact forward not the end of the world and you have to go and chase it around and, and if you play to to a quarter I think it's okay. I don't mind this one. So approved, playing it to quarter to the natural end. Digging up a prize, have to dig it up, have to run forward to your opponent's line. It encourages movement at least. Contest of Champions, number eight. This one's got one of the most severe restrictions on deployment in that you have to put your hero's warband in the middle. And that one I don't necessarily like. I think that's that takes some of the, the strategy and the thought away from it. Uh, you have to keep track of leader kills. And basically, if you lose your hero, you you're gonna lose the game. So this one's one of those ones where you can actually lose first or second turn just by some heroic move-offs because your leader's in the last one. Uh, you get some point of might back. I feel like it could be so much better if they set up people a little bit apart, so you had some room to maneuver. And if you went and got to a secondary hero, so if you lost a hero, you just get a penalty on your kills, and you just replace them with another hero. I think that would be fine as well. So not approved, but very minor changes to make it a good scenario. Capture of controlled, number nine. So this one, you this was one of the first ones that we've seen so far that you split up your warbands. On one, two or three, they could be in the front. Four, five or six, they can be anywhere. I wish it was like you had to be at the back so to split up the forces a little bit. But for here, you want to get the objective markers, and there's five of them very much like a domination, but they're all set really, really close. So deploying close, you probably want to c- deploy close anyway. Uh, I don't mind this one. So this is the one where you go and you tag the objectives and, and you can have it that way. So it's good for a small model army that wants to play a domination. It's a good scenario. Approved. Like it. And what's the end conditions? The end conditions is a random one or a two. That's fine as well. Like it. Good scenario. Heirlooms of Ages part. I talked about this on another episode. The Heirlooms one. I know that people don't like it. I really like it in a finish the game at 25%. Way I think it's got three stages to it. It's one of the longer missions to play. It takes a lot of time, all the maelstrom stuff, which takes a while. And then the the jossing for positions, then the, okay, now let's flip over some markers. And oftentimes people don't flip over markers until you've started to break someone. So once someone's broken, they might go, you know, I just need this prize now. I'm going to go dig it up. Or they move that way. So look, I really like this one. It takes a long, 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 long time. So just watch out for that, for time and stuff. If you've only got two hours to play a game, Maybe choose a different scenario, but this one approved. Like it. Talked about it before. F- fog of War. <laughs> Already, the Fog of War, the fact that you've got some hidden objectives is a big win for me. I love hidden objectives. So you've got secretly secretly note down heroes and terrain, you have to really say what terrain's eligible at the start of the game. Setting up far away makes sense in this one because you have to move forward and you have to go get the terrain and you have to go get the heroes. So, this one is a fantastic scenario. It's one of my favorites. Uh, I really like this scenario. I think it's definitely approved. Uh, random game ending is fine as well because you've got so many secret objectives and you've got the guessing game. Love it. Number 12, Storm the Camp. Uh, Good idea in practice, but this is another one of those ones where they set you up so far away that you have to walk so far to Storm the Camp. So I feel like this one would be better with that ill met by Moonlight rules where you could go getting close or something along those lines. It works well if both people are treating it like a reconnoiter, but... It often doesn't. Oftentimes one person just says, you know what, I'm going to camp. I'm not going to come out there. And you're either going to stay back and we'll just play for a draw or I'm just going to gun you down. You're never going to get there because there's so much distance to cover. So this one, yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm careful with it. I don't think I approve of it because I think that I don't see why you have to deploy so far back and travel so far. This one feels like it would be even cooler as as a maybe a, a partial maelstrom where half your army is set up and then the other half arrives as reinforcements or something along those lines just to break it up because the idea is good, but it doesn't really work because someone could just sit there and camp. So uh, yeah, yeah, not approved, but it's it's close. 13, Command the Battlefield, another Maelstrom, and uh, yeah, I've talked about Maelstrom here. This is the one where you get quarters of the board, which is a nice, interesting tech um, strategy, and I think that would be a really good submission for a lot of the other ones. So I don't mind that one. Um, in fact, I, I do like this one because, once again, it lends itself well and it doesn't have the time issues as some of the other Maelstrom ones where this one, you, you're pretty much playing straight away. You come on and you want to just kill the opponent straight away and then just hold them out of your quarters. And the, the worthless land idea where you want to stay out in the middle encourages movement around the board as well. So approve of this one. I like this one. Command the battlefield. Retrieval. So this one I haven't played a huge amount. So this one, you've got a a, a Relic. Uh, it's a like a capture the flag type one, I've been told. So it's a light object and it's considered to be retrieved at the end of the game as being carried by a friendly model. If the relic has been picked up by an enemy model and then subsequently dropped or is retaken by a friendly model, then the player must try to return it to its original position as, as soon as possible. So you've got to go across the board, pick up a relic and run it somewhere else or and then tackle the person, take it back, put it back on its spot. Kind of weird, but but fun. Yeah, I don't mind this one. So you've gotta actually go and attack so that that's nice you can go and and push forward so you've got that simultaneous attacking the deployments encourage you to come after each other it's the 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 weird quarter things which are kind of strange but yeah that that's okay the um the way they've got the the fifteen inches written out is interesting, but it's not too bad. And the the victory points, it's very much focused on getting the objective, moving the relic, and you get a little bit of bonuses for the leader or for breaking, which is fine. And a random game end is also a good one because you don't know how long you have to control this flag for. So I, I like this one. Honestly, this is a good one. There are some silliness with light objects, and light objects and flyers is always one that this feels a bit weird, whereas you can go just carry around a light object and fly and never bring it back, so it can be a bit tricky that way. But I guess you just have to go anti flyer formation and stop a fly getting the objective in the first place. 15, Breakthrough. This one is really good. I like this one. So you start close. You don't have to, but you can start close. You get more points for getting the objective on the other side, but you still get points for defending the objective on your side and the neutral deploy ones as well. And there's no silliness about like... You've already got a banner i've already got points to start with so this one's good the quarter means you do get that silly situation sometimes where people try to bring it to that artificially i'm gonna break my own opponents or uh, i'm gonna run away um, I, I remember recently playing a game of this where my opponent was quite shocked when i started taking courage tests with the warriors before the hero and i just went okay courage on my walk ran away my walk round away. And, and and my opponent just reminded me hey you can do the hero and I, yeah i know and then the game ended because i got to that 25% which seems kind of strange and counterintuitive and yeah i i'm not i'm not so sure about that but otherwise approved like this one would play the scenario definitely an interesting one gives lots of options destroy the supplies this one is is like one of the gold standards this is what storm the camp should be you set up far away but you're encouraged to defend and attack at the same time and the objectives are far enough apart that it's it's difficult to defend all of them for the whole time uh, So I, I really like this one. I think this one is is a good one It's the only issue I've got is it's got the the banner So you've got a banner if, if you've got a banner and the opponent doesn't have to attack, but you have to attack anyway So it's not that bad in that case uh, I, I like it. I like this scenario a lot. So approved 17 divide and conquer so this one you're in the corners and you've got half your force in each corner one of the few times it actually artificially splits your force up and encourages you to do that. You can't use any might to to get them back together. And it's one of those randomly end ones as well. So this one here, you've got three objectives in the middle and it's it's a run to the middle type objective, which is fine. That that encourages you to, to get in contact with each other. It means that you can go all out and ambush in one of the, the corners, but they might hold back. I like this. I think it gives a good tactical options. Approve this one. A lot of the new ones are pretty good, actually. And finally, Assassination, this one you can set up close if you want, you can set up far away, you've got a random end after one or two breaking, and this one you write down an assassin, and you try to, to use it to, to kill the opponent, I love this one, this one's a lot of fun, so they basically write down the assassin, it doesn't, it falls apart if you have a very small amount of heroes, it works really well if you have a pool of like three or four heroes, I think that's what makes it the most fun. And you have to try and get your assassin to go kill their hero. Um, we, we have a house rule of this one where you do not reveal um, the, what happens until after the game's finished. Because it does kill a bit of the suspense if you go and say, yep, I've got my seven points now. My hero just killed your hero. Whereas if you hold it off and you just write down, I, I just write down like, Goroth kills Dane. or Whatever, whatever it is. I, it doesn't, not like that's going to happen. But you, you just write it down. Or, I don't know, Kieran killed by warriors. You just write something like that down and then you can reveal it at the end of the game and I think that makes that one pretty good. So i approve of this as well. So most of them I, I actually like and it looks like the the, the the newest ones, the Command, the Battlefield, the Retrieval, Breakthrough, Destroyer, Supplies, Divide and Conquer and Assassination are all approved by me given that we finished the game at the natural ending. So that's actually a pretty good one. That's that's more than I expected going through them. There's only a few that I really dislike uh, altogether, But I'll come back to this another time to talk about it in the tournament because my opinions do change in this one because some of them take a long time and some of them get this artificial like win where you, you've you gone halfway through. You don't have your objectives, but you still win anyway because one person's ahead through minimal effort. Anyway, that's it for this episode. It's good to be back and I'll talk to you all next time. Traps win games. Thank you for listening to the Green Dragon Podcast. The Green Dragon Podcast discusses tabletop wargaming using the Middle Earth Strategy Battle Game Rules for Games Workshop. We have no affiliation with Games Workshop, Warner Brothers, New Line, Tolkien Enterprise, or anyone else involved in Tolkien's universe. We're on our own. Thank you to our patrons for your support. You can become a patron at wwpatreon.com/slash the Green Dragon Podcast. You can contact us via our Facebook page at the Green Dragon Podcast, or On our email, thegreendragonpodcasts at gmail.com. Not so sure about that plural. This podcast is for entertainment, so please take it that way. Farewell, listener. The road goes ever on and on.